0: With a clothing rental membership from Armour, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high-quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a 5-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as 2 days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. You are listening to About Progress. This is episode 312. I was able to go on a study abroad back in college that changed my life and I really mean it. It was such an amazing experience. We went to London, England. We stayed in this incredible house in the middle of Notting Hill and most mornings I ran in Hyde Park and we did classes in the morning and then in the afternoons we get to we got to go all around London. And at night, we would go to plays and all those kind of things. It was just a joy. One of the things that always cracked me up was on the tube, which is their subway, they always had this little voice telling you when you got on or off the tube, it would say, mind the gap, mind the gap. And you have little signs that show that too. And they're asking about that little gap between the train car and the platform that you mind it, that you are aware of it. Now, I know this might be a stretch, but I totally want to connect this to personal development. The truth is, is that we always have a gap between where we are and where we would like to be. Sometimes we mind that gap too much. We let it rule our lives. We let it rule the way that we look at ourselves and our identity and who we are, that we have this impossible gap between where we are and where we'd like to be. And other times we try to pretend that gap isn't there, that it's easier or less painful to not be aware of the gap. For me, I actually love knowing that there will always be a gap. I did a little growth spurt on this a few months ago that I'll link to you uh, for you in the show notes, but truly life is about progress. <laughs> That's why this podcast in our community is called About Progress, because that is what we always will be aiming to do. No matter what level we get to, there will be another one after. There will always be room to grow and there will be ways for us to reach for greater in ourselves. That is why this month, our theme is reach for more. Since we'll always have a gap, we will always have more to reach towards. So how can we do this without falling into the perfectionist driven All or nothing trap. This is admittedly very hard to do thanks to how we are programmed and the ways that we are socialized and the beliefs that we have around growth. But I'm telling you that we can reach for more while also loving ourselves in the process. And that is why you are here today. Welcome to About Progress i am your host monica packard and i don't want you to just listen to this show i want it to change you this community of progressors empowers women to take on radical growth via sustainable changes are you motivated and ready to grow in your identity purpose and productivity you can when you remember that life is about progress not perfection as we lean into a new year especially after a really difficult one I know that if you are like me, you are ready for new goals. You are ready for new habits and to work on yourself in ways that are going to stick. But what if in the past you have tried things over and over and over and you continue to fail to implement it? Maybe this for you is sleep habits or it's controlling your phone use or it's ensuring that you get three meals a day instead of just scrambling around and grabbing what's nearby. Habits that don't stick are not about you. It's not your fault. It's actually your process fault. What I'm doing is teaching a free class on how to make habits that stick later this month. There will be three sessions so that you can finally make real traction in the way that you want to live your life. I taught this class last September and it was super, super popular. We had hundreds of people sign up. And I'm excited to teach it again, but with some renewed skills that I have now as a certified tiny habits coach. I'm so excited to teach this free class to you. Go to aboutprogress.com forward slash free class to learn how to create habits that stick so you can have more freedom and the progress and the traction that you are needing in your life. And one more quick note for you before we get into the material of this episode and the things I want to teach. I'm really excited about this episode. Uh, We have the Strive Hive. It was supposed to close uh, January 1st, but as we were leading up to that date, I realized I could either take off a lot of time from being with my family to ensure that the community was being notified of the date closure, or I could extend it once and do a better job of planning the timeline next time. So that's what I've decided to do. We are closing doors officially to enroll in the, in the Strive Hive on January 8th. That's Friday at midnight. If you're listening to this later, you can just join the wait list. We will open up again in spring. The Strive Hive is my exclusive online membership group for progressors who are ready to do something and strive for daily progress. This is your place to find more sense of identity and fulfillment that you are missing in your life. And we are doing magical, wonderful things together. I would love to have you there. Go to aboutprogress.com forward slash Strive Hive. in the introductory episode of each month, we get to do a segment called Just Do Something. This is where I share the ways that I am acting on my own Do Something plan and in hopes to help you create your own and go after as well. If this whole premise of Do Something, this official campaign we've been doing for years as a community is new to you, don't worry. It's new to a lot of people. I have Really double down on focusing on doing something as a community. With first the admittance that it didn't go so well for me last year, and that's okay. I think that's how it went for a lot of us uh, in 2020. I'm going to first encourage you to go listen to episode 311 that aired on January 1st. This is for those of you who would love to create goals, but really that feels so scary for you right now, or you're so out of practice of doing so or you just need to get to know yourself first so you can even know what goals you want. We're gonna talk more about that later in this episode as well. But this is what I'm gonna say to you. My do something plan for 2020, I have now updated in full. You can go to aboutprogress.com forward slash do something 2020 to see what I did get around to doing in 2020. And then I want you to go to aboutprogress.com forward slash do something 2021. And you can see my new list for 2021. The biggest thing I'm gonna tell you about this list is that I have shortened it. Usually I have a fairly long list because I'm one of those people who likes to do all of the things. And I have learned that that is not what I need for this year. There's a time and a season for everything. So this coming year, I have just a list of around 15 things. And I'm gonna do a growth spurt later where I share more on that and what's included. So my segment this time is not really about what I've accomplished but I will tell you I have my plan in place and I'd love for you to see it at aboutprogress.com forward slash do something 2021 and I would love for you to create your own list especially by listening to episode 311 so you can participate alongside us and if you need even more help with this that's what the strive hive is for all right let's get into the meat and potatoes of this episode this episode truly just flowed out of me. When I sat down, actually, I was driving in the car. I was in the passenger seat, don't worry, with my laptop while we were driving around San Francisco um, as a family. For other reasons, you will know if you listen to the um, the last episode of 2020 anyway. And I was trying to get as much work done as I could in the very small amount of time that we have. And it took me about 15 minutes to get this out. And I'm telling you, I think it's because we need this message so, so much. I want to start this by talking about the roots of about progress pretty briefly. We are called about progress for many reasons, but one of them in particular is because I was trying to counter this perfectionistic mindset and culture that I had both carried and been in throughout my entire life that almost literally killed me at some parts of my life, especially when I was dealing with um, eating disorders and with that massive amounts of depression and whole host of other mental things, but then later it killed my progress in life. For most of my life, I was the overachieving perfectionist until I hit those eating disorders and then I became the underachieving kind. Uh, There's so much more to the story and I have plans to do a full episode on that. But the reason we became a community about progress is because I was trying to learn a new way of doing and being, a new way of growing and improving myself, a way that was driven by doing something, just doing something instead of all and instead of nothing, to work on myself, to find myself again, and to reach for more within me. So because we are anti-perfectionism in this community, does that mean we do not try does that mean that we shouldn't go after goals or habit formation or getting better because it would be too strict? It means that we would have to be too hard on ourselves in order to grow and to succeed and to go after big goals. No, in fact, that is another example of fear-based perfectionism. And that's when I became the underachieving kind, by the way, when I got caught up in that fear-based perfectionism and thinking that the only way I can grow is if I go to extremes. That's not true. I, I know what that feels like, and it's just as bad, and it feels just as bad as when we are on the all side of all or nothing. About progress means that we do strive. We do reach for more. We do reach for excellence and the best version of ourselves. So what is the difference? What is the difference between going for things because we are about progress, and what is the difference when we are going things because we are about perfectionism? The difference is where our value is coming from and where our identity lies. When we are going after things with perfectionism, we are doing things with our value being outside of ourselves. We are valuing ourselves and finding our identity in things that are outside of ourselves on how we have achieved things or how we have not achieved. Achieve things. Both are acting as props for our value and our identity. When we are going for things in in you know this is in contrast. In contrast, when we are going for things with progress in mind, our value is innate. Our value comes from inside of us, from who we truly are. It comes from our what Brene Brown calls our true belonging to our real identity and who we really are. So that we don't have to prove it. We don't have to have a prop to show those things. There's a different way of going about progress this way and growth and excellence. It's a different form of strength that I think is so rare and is what I hope the whole world can change to so that we can truly change the world. Now, this is why with About Progress, everything we do together comes back to identity. It's why I have a whole membership group that helps you anchor into your identity and to find fulfillment in it. It's why I am in the middle of creating a course on it too because year after year in this work of progress, And year after year of working with clients and and working with you with the community on Instagram and my DMs and my emails, it all comes back to the way you view yourself, how you see who you are, how you value yourself, and the values that you carry alongside knowing who you are. The way you value yourself truly matters. About progress means that you reach for more. It means that you do that with your identity intact and it's whole and it's inside you. It means that you reach for more while still valuing who you are now because the transformation lies in the process, not the outcome. I'm going to say that part again because that has probably been the most transformational lesson that I've had the last five years in doing this work for myself and then helping others do the work as well. The transformation lies in the process, not the outcome. That is what about progress is for. So with about progress being your mindset, you can honor what is innate in us as humans. This need, this desire that we have to grow to become better, to reach for more. That is why we visit other uh, planets right now with robots, of course. That is why we are creating new technology. That's why you have people writing books and creating new masterpieces. We are always reaching for more. This is innate in us as humans, but this is how we can honor what is innate in us as humans to to grow while also minding the gap that we have, this gap between where we are and where we could get to in the ways we want to be and become. We can mind that gap with curiosity and acceptance and perseverance instead of judgment, shame and guilt. I bet you can guess which one comes from the perfectionistic mindset, right? So I'm going to help you mind that gap with about progress, with curiosity and acceptance and perseverance to reach for more that's within you, to honor what is calling for you to be be better in, to improve with yourself while also accepting yourself along the way. This is not magic, (laughs) meaning, well, I think it's magical, but there's not some random spell out there that makes this happen. This is real. And it's something that you can anchor into too. That's what I'm going to spend the rest of the episode doing for you. In fact, have you ever heard this phrase, January joiner? I think January joiner is often said in in jest or even by mocking other people or making fun of them. Oh, January joiners. This is when you have people who join all the things in January because it's the start of a new year and people are really going after these new goals and resolutions that they have. You might hear people, you know, distastefully talking about January joiners when they're in the gym because it's so much more crowded than normal or in the grocery store because the produce section is totally picked over Or, or even on, you know, hiking trails because there's so many people there or people buying all the day planners out from the store or prepping food for lunches on Saturdays and learning to meditate and all the things You know what I have an opinion of about January joiners? I love them. I think it's awesome. And I think it's something to really admire and to aspire to and to celebrate. I love that people join in on personal growth in January. I love that my biggest month on the podcast all year is January. And the second biggest is September, which I call the January of fall. I love it because it shows again that this is who we are as humans. We have to have a sense of growth and forward progress in order to feel fulfilled as humans. We need to feel like we are reaching for more. Another reason I love January joiners is because I was one and I am one still every January. And I'm going to tell you more about how that can be done in a better way. We're going to talk about that, but about progress, this whole community that we've been talking about today is here because I became a January joiner. This was in January of 2016, six months before, before I turned 30. I created a list of do something's things, yes, which weren't all totally goal-driven. So while a lot of January joiners are about goals, it was just ways I wanted to change and reach and do better and find myself and find my identity and fulfillment. And that is what gradually evolved to this podcast and this community, which wasn't part of the plan, by the way. So I- am a January joiner. And that is the reason we are here. I want you to be a January joiner right now, but I want you to do it from the right place that we talked about. I want you to do it from a place of curiosity. That I talked about minding the gap with acceptance and perseverance. I want you to be a January joiner, but I want you to also avoid the pitfalls that usually land January joiners back to square one by February. I'm going to tell you three pitfalls to be aware of and what you can do about them. But first, I have a super fun resource for you that's totally free to help you do this, to become a January joiner in a way that will make you be successful in the long run. I used to have a monthly progress plan a few years ago. Now, while that's gone, we don't have a monthly progress uh, plan anymore every now and then I will create a special resource to guide your progress and support our focus on the show. So this time I have a whole handbook for you to help you be a good January joiner. And by the way, this can apply to every single month of the year. So access your handbook by going to aboutprogress.com forward slash January joiner. It's really in depth. It took me a lot of time to create, but I did so with an incredible amount of joy and clarity because I've been in the shoes of starting January and thinking I needed to do all the things. So, the January Joiner Handbook is going to help you avoid the pitfalls that I'm going to go through right now, but also take you to the next level and helping you narrow in on what you want, why you want it, and how to make it happen. So, again, that's about progress.com forward slash January Joiner. And you're going to hear me t- mention this resource throughout the entire year. It's not just something for January. Let's talk about the three pitfalls that you should avoid as a January joiner. Number one, you pile on too much too soon. The reason why I think people can mock January joiners is because they see people going for the all version of all or nothing and it quickly leading to the nothing version. And I don't want that to be the case for you. If that has been in the past, it's this number one reason you're doing too much and you're doing it too soon. I'm going to help you know how to what to do about that in just a moment, okay? So the first pitfall is too much, too soon. The second pitfall you have to being a successful January joiner is the things that you are putting on your list, the things that you are going after and you're trying to work on are all should-based, and they're all all or nothing Results driven. When they're should based, I mean, oh, I should be doing that. I should make this change. I should be getting better sleep. I should make sure that I am eating or whatever it is. Should, should, should. It's honestly kryptonite to goals and to working on yourself. And with that, we have the other side of should based ways of trying things is also measuring our success on all or nothing standards. Either you make this huge goal happen, you know, right away (laughs) and in the way you think it needs to happen or none of it works and you were failed. So the second pitfall is what you are doing for your January joiner stuff is either too should based or uh, not either. It's too should based and it's also all or nothing results driven. I'm going to help you know how to counteract that in just a moment. The third pitfall I want you to avoid is you're making it about you. We have a thing called confirmation bias. This is the way that our brains are wired. We look for the evidence to support our beliefs. And if you have been going after that second pitfall of doing things based off of shoulds and then only measuring your success based off of all or nothing, then you are going to get caught up in this negative cycle of confirmation bias where you are continuing to see evidence that supports this view and belief of who you are to yourself, of your identity. So when you fail, when you fail a should goal, when you cannot see that you have succeeded in the measurement and the way that you want it, when you've done too much too soon, instead of getting mad at other things and the beliefs that have been carried in our culture about growth, instead of blaming the process, you blame yourself. And that is honestly the most devastating part to me of these pitfalls is when you make your failure about you. Let me review those pitfalls really quickly. Number one, too much, too soon. Number two, should-based and all or nothing results-driven. And number three, making it about you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear, check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now that we've reviewed the three pitfalls to being a successful January joiner, I'm now going to review the three ways you can counteract those pitf- pitfalls so that you can be a successful January joiner. And by the way, success to me means forward progress, which we're going to talk about. Number one, be picky and start small. So instead of too much and too soon, get really picky about the things you want to work on, the things that you want to do as a January joiner. And then with that, start super small. When you have a list of resolutions, which is great, I think you should have a list of where you want to get to. You should have a list that shows you, here's a vision of what I would like to do and who I'd like to become and the best version of me. Instead of doing all the things, focus on one to three of the top most important habits or goals or behavior modifications. And then with those one to three things, start ridiculously small with them. I will have a lot more to say on that in the free habit class that we are doing later this month. That's aboutprogress.com forward slash free class. So my number one way to counteract that big pitfall of starting too soon and with too much on your plate is to be very picky about what you start with and then to start very small. The second counteract, how did we say this? The second counteraction? Yes, I I suppose so. The second counteraction I have for you is to focus on what you want and to make your results being guided around how everything is being seen as a progress. Everything is being seen as you are progressing to the next step. Even if the results aren't what you want, it's helping you move forward. It's giving you information. It's helping you see what's something you need to tweak or a weak area that you need to um, try something you need to try again, or you need to try it in a different way. What you want matters. It really does. If your goals and your resolutions or your habits haven't worked for you in the past, it's likely because they were too should based or you were measuring yourself against this all or nothing standard. So instead think about what you really want and then measure your progress or measure your success as everything is progress. This is where I would encourage you to put on your scientist hat and look at things as Hmm, I'm wondering what this is teaching me. Ah, that experiment didn't work. Maybe I can tweak this part of it. Or, oh, I can see there's a flaw in this way of implementation. And this leads to my third counteraction for you. Make it about you, but the real you. When you see everything as progress, you are removing the the standard or the result to be a measurement of your success, or a measurement of you rather. So instead, when you're making it about you, the real you, you are making your January joiner things on your list, the one to three things about who you really want to be and what you value and how every little sign of progress is actually going to confirm a positive cycle of identity too. When you are going after things saying that everything that happens, all the results that will come from my efforts are honestly wins they're going to push me towards the next step. They're going to show me what I can do differently or better or do more of. Instead of it making about you, you are actually using confirmation bias in a better way. You are creating more positive cycles of identity because you can say, that's like me. I start again. That's like me. I try again. That's like me. I learn from my mistakes. That's like me. I don't give up when I don't do well the first you know, five or 10 times. This idea comes from Lanny Basham, and he is a rifle Olympic athlete. I don't even know how to say that right, but he's an Olympic athlete and he uh, was a rifleman as an Olympic athlete. And he coached um, like probably hundreds of athletes on this and wrote incredible books on it. But he uses confirmation bias to our benefit by when we try something, we learn from it. Or when we try something and it's more in alignment with who we are, we say, That's like me. We confirm the positive identity that we have in ourselves. We find more of ourselves doing the small things that will add up to the things that are greater. So this is what I want you to do. Let's focus on these three things. Be picky and start small. Two, focus on what you want and how everything is progress. And number three, make it about you, the real you, who you really are. Now, last fall, we had a theme called be consistent. I love that theme, but I want to remind you what the definition of consistency is to me. This is my own definition, and I think it's a pretty good one. Consistency is doing your best most of the time over time. Let me tell you the most important part of this, though. Your best, it is vital that you define your best as something that can be truly based in reality. We are human here your best cannot be all or nothing. Your best needs to be you telling yourself that you are trying. Because if you are not allowing the small ways that you try, or you even mess up, or you do things imperfectly and messy to count, then I know that you will find yourself like many January joiners back at square one in February. I want you to be a January joiner, And I want you to do it in a way that will be successful and help you be a January joiner where you see slow and steady and beautiful progress in ways that will, over time, amount to you being a different person. So this handbook that I'm going to refer you to, I really want you to print it out. Go to aboutprogress.com forward slash January joiner, regardless of what month you are in right now. And that handbook will walk you through helping you figure out what you want and why you want it. That's super important. And it will also help you narrow down in the how. If you get stuck in the all or nothing pendulum cycles, if you have been been in the past, been a January joiner that fizzles out and burns in February, this is the handbook you need. It's free, I want you to go and use it and take. It probably take you 20 minutes to go through and really fill it out. And when you do it, I want to hear about it. You can email me back or you can tell me in the DMs or any other ways that you want to share about it. I would love to hear how this helped you narrow in your focus and solidify what really matters to you and to go after it in a way that helps you actually move forward instead of being a different kind of January joiner. You're going to be a progress-driven January joiner. I'm sure you're going to be asking yourself some questions about well, is the goal from this handbook, the January Joiner Handbook, to create really specific goals? Well, it is and it is not. Uh, It's kind of both. It will help you get clarity on where you want to focus more, and goal making and habit formation are, are part of the next step to follow. I'm going to have a whole growth spurt. Uh, either this week or next week about goal-making specifically and how to do this in ways where you are doing this from the progress mindset instead of the perfectionism mindset. But I have a fantastic first step for you. Maybe goals don't need to be the first thing for you to focus on this year. Instead, maybe you need to focus on finding yourself. There are other ways to take action on bettering yourself, on finding fulfillment, on seeking identity and reaching for more that lie beyond just goal-making. And I love goals, but I wouldn't have made them successfully for years if I hadn't first worked on finding myself. That's what I did five years ago when I was a January joiner. It wasn't a list of goals that I made. It was a different kind of list. It was actually the opposite of goals. It was a list about doing something, do something. Again, last week's episode told you way more about that. So instead of rehashing it and the story that lies with that, go and listen to episode 311, and make yourself a do-something plan for 2021. That episode is powerful for those of you who first need to unwind the ways that you view yourself and the ways that you go after goals and habit formation. If you think that you cannot change, if you are convinced that you are somehow broken or that you fail at this so much that it must not be possible for you to change, I would encourage you to reframe the way you look at yourself, your identity and your fulfillment by instead of making a goal list or a resolution list, create a do something list or do something plan. That's from episode 311, it's free. So we're gonna be talking a lot about doing something this whole year. And I'm again gonna be sharing more about how my own list is going and ones from our community. I really want you to take part in this. So if you aren't ready to make goals yet, perfect. You are doing things right. Instead, let's focus on doing something to find yourself and find more fulfillment. Listen to episode 311 to learn how to make your own. I'm going to do a final plug for the Strive Hive. Our doors close on Friday, January 8th at midnight. If you're listening to this after that time, you can get on the wait list and we are going to open up again in the spring aboutprogress.com forward slash Strive Hive. If you're like me, that is where you might need to start. Especially five years ago when I was a January joiner, it wasn't about the goals. It was about reaching for more within myself. And that is what the Strive Hive will help you do. Also, if you're like me, much of what you will realize about what you need to focus on this year in 2021 will go back to habits. Last year, when I was uh, creating my 2020 goals with my Cultivate What Matters planner, everything on my list had to do with time management. I learned I really needed to improve in that area. And if I improved in my time management, the habit of managing my time, that a lot of things would be easier for me. And that is why I use the Monk Manual so much, by the way. Um, now, this year, I am now ready to optimize the habits I've been working on gradually for years. I've been working on imperfectly, messily, and in small ways, and now I'm ready to optimize them. If you want help knowing where to start with your habits, if you tried to make them in the past with little to no success, and if you are convinced that you simply can't change because you seem to have proof all around you that your habits never stick no matter how you try, join my free class later this month. There are three sessions at three different times. Go to aboutprogress.com forward slash free class. Will help you learn the process to make habits that stick so that you can have freedom to radically change your life. The truth is, while I want you to focus on progress over perfection, I also want you to reach for more, so much more. This month's focus on reach for more is going to help you do that. You are going to hear from our favorite guest, Dr. Jennifer Finlayson Fife, and alongside her, her sister. It is such a good episode. You'll also hear from an Olympic athlete, an amazing motivational speaker, and more. I wanna end this episode in particular by telling you some of my goals for the podcast in 2021. While I do have some specific number goals in terms of downloads I would love to reach for and reviews, this is the number one goal I want to share with you. I want to change the world by changing women. Our mission statement here at About Progress is that we empower women to take on radical growth in sustainable ways with our identity, purpose, and habits. My pledge to you and my number one goal is to change you, through this show. I am doing everything I can on my end to ensure that each episode moves you forward to change, that each theme and guest, while imperfect, of course, can help you better anchor into your identity, can help you harness a sense of purpose, and to have that both reflected in your behavior with your habits. If there's one thing you can do in turn to help us with our goals as a community to change the world by changing women is to share this podcast. When you have an uh aha, when you're listening to an episode, share about it. When you have an episode that strikes you in ways that you weren't expecting, share it. When you think of someone while you are listening to a guest talk, text the episode to them. It doesn't all have to be public. It doesn't have to be on social media, but any way that you can do whatever you can to share the show is incredible and helpful to me. My mission is big. My mission is to change the world by changing women. But I can't do that alone. I'm only one person. That's why About Progress is a community. It's a community. It's not about me. It's about the collective and it's about you. I know that if you join forces with me to change the world by changing women and, and you do that by working on small and messy ways to move yourself forward and you also share that to other women around you, I know that we can truly move mountains together one hug and kick in the pants at a time. I'm really grateful that you took the time to listen to this episode. I'm going to leave you here today. Remember, life is about progress, not perfection. Seeking the truth never gets old.